millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart. Now, first guest this week from the Marvel Cinematic Universe is comedian Saran Jayamana. Hello. Thanks for having me. Are you getting recognised much from your debut? For, uh, for my feature film debut? Thor Love and Thunder? Only by the nerds. Okay. Yeah. Our second guest this week is comedian Grace Jarvis. Hello. You haven't been in any Marvel I haven't films. got a lot on, no. <laughs> <laughs> Our third and final contestant this week is comedian Marcel Blanche DeWilt. Yes, I'm from the Marcel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> um, we have a long series of films that you are currently in right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So And look for the mid-credit sequence after this podcast because you'll, you'll see what's coming up next. <laughs> That's the thing. We will all be in the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe at some point because it, it is infinitely It will expanded. engulf yeah, the yeah, world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the way this show works is I ask a relatively obscure trivia question and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one and they have to guess which one is correct. Okay, are we ready to play? Let's yes. do it. You look great, by the way. Thank you so much. This <laughs> first question comes from listener Kieran Egan from Melbourne, Australia. In the city of Nottingham in the UK, what does croggy mean? What does croggy mean? All right, while they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question with the help of the question writer and I get a point for each one of these that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to three points per round. It seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. And the house always wins. Though, if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know this is rarely the case. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. If you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash to go on pod linked in the show notes. I didn't realise that the questions came from listeners. Like, it feels unfair. They could ask me trivia questions about them, you know. Ooh, They'd be like, what's true. my nan's name? I'd be like, oh, no. That's not a bad <laughs> Writing one, a actually. list of nan names. Yeah, that's fine. That's like a really that. good I'm going to guess Rosemary. <laughs> oh, that's fine. If anyone's got a weird nana name. I think if it was just going to be Rosemary, that would be no good. But what? if someone's name is Croggy. Don't be mean to Rosemary. She sounds okay. like a great nan. No. I don't know. My nan's <laughs> name was Nancy, so it really confused child me because I was like, are all nans named Nancy or just mine? It's <laughs> a good question. Is, is that a question? <laughs> to be honest, I understand the logic of that. <laughs> all right. The answers are in here. Here's question number one. In the city of Nottingham in the UK, what does Croggy mean? A bread loaf in the shape of a dog, a local delicacy. Ooh, croissant crossed with a dog. Mm. Uh, Krog. <laughs> you are suffering from thrush. 
<laughs> and Ooh. also, what's the answer? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you were here at your, your, for your checkup, Marcel. <laughs> this is not the time to tell me, but thanks for your. Hey, Marcel, that's now canon. That's <laughs> in the universe. Now. That's in the MCU. I was saving it for the mid credits scene, but now, all right, it's here. Uh, when a creek is blocked by plastic cutlery, a ride on the handlebars of a bicycle, a day off work because you have an unspoken illness, though you and the boss know it's really because you're hungover. Yeah, that's like a, a crook hoggy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for explaining your answer. In my head, everything is a portmanteau. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really think wordplay does a lot of work in the English language. Yeah. Uh, or finally, I am from Nottingham and Croggy is my nana. <laughs> 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 That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Any any thoughts there? New nana name. I'm happy to jump in. I'm yep. happy to jump in with my. I, I I like the dinghy one, and I think it's also interesting. Like each each little city, each little country has their own word for like riding on the handlebars. All oh, right. So we would say dink. Yeah, I I think it, yeah maybe a dinky dinghy. Yeah. Oh, do you say dinghy? I think I so. Maybe Sydney's maybe Adla- dinghy. Maybe Adelaide, Adelaide was dinghy. Yeah, maybe. Grace, I've never you? heard this before in my mm. life. I've only ever ridden on the seat of a bicycle. Oh, you never, you never got offered a ride. <laughs> I don't know. I was prone to injury. I'm not sure. I think I would have killed myself. Yeah, on, I, on I the think, handlebars of a bicycle. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think we, we both must just be inside children. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know. This. I was a library child. Yeah. I was not <laughs> at going anywhere at speed. Can mm. I put a case forward for the word dink? Sure. Mm. I, it's a generous thing to offer someone a ride. And the the letters, if you unscramble the letters of dink. <laughs> He's done it again. <laughs> this is good stuff. You you should write a Da Vinci Code. It novel. spells. It spells. I can see the letters ro- roaming around his head right now. Yeah. Grace probably had a dink on the penny farthing. I assume you write. <laughs> probably. It's hard to write them. Period. I think. Now, Grace, are you leaning anyway here? So Marcel jumped in straight away with the uh, writing on the handlebars. Oh. You can we, go for the same or different. Are we, are we looking for the right answer? Right answer. Okay, yeah. I, Could think, I what, what, what would the alternative? <laughs> people ask that every second week. New guests, and I, I've never, I've never followed up with what would the alternative be. I thought maybe we were trying to like piece together who said what. Oh yeah, great. As like a puzzle. Oh, that's yeah, that's quite well. smart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a better podcast, but we're not they're doing that one. I bit. mean, if you want to eliminate each one by saying that's obviously Saran. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think maybe it's the sick day one. Sick I feel like day. every culture must have a word for that. Yeah, I, I'm leaning towards that as well. I'd feel just a bit more comfortable if I could hear one more time. the That that option? Yeah, the whole thing. A day off work because you have an unspoken illness, though you and the boss know it's yeah. really because you're hungover. Yeah, I uh, think yeah, that's I right because I think, right. I think right. it's uh, you, oh, you got on the grog. You know, I think it's something <laughs> to do with that. Do they say grog in the UK? It's their word, isn't oh, it? Oh, okay. I don't know. Pirates say it. Oh, uh, well, hmm. maybe it's a pirate's word. I'm looking and all in. pirates are British. The sick day. Okay, no worries. What What would our word for that be? For sicky? A groggy. A sicky, but the boss. The boss would, would have to know. Um, maybe they do with the sicky. That's the whole thing about sickies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. All right, well, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, bread loaf in the shape of a dog. That was written by the house, um, particular Kieran, who 
was the question writer. Beautiful stuff. Uh, you were you, suffering. You give your Patreon supporters so much homework. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do you require them to ask you questions, they need to give you answers <laughs> they, as well. They pay for the privilege as well. <laughs> they don't have to. Either. Doing their, writing exercises. That's their option. They they want to be involved. They don't have to be involved. Good um, on you, Karen. And, uh, yeah, doing us a service. Mm. Uh, a groggy, as I like to call them. <laughs> I'm not from Nottingham. We, it means something different here. Um, you are suffering from thrush. That's what it means here. That was Grace. When a creek is blocked by a plastic cutlery. That was Marcel. I think that deserved more credit, but hey. No one even can seem to consider no, it. No. Maybe I should have um, done a bit of I a serene action. I think we're not further into, we're not far enough into the apocalypse to have specific words <laughs> for p- specific kinds of littering. Like mm. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if it was just plastic, I could have considered it. But yeah. the cutlery, what are they? Then what are so plastic, uh, something else that's plastic. Condoms? <laughs> are they plastic? Condom. No. Who can <laughs> think of a second thing that's plastic? <laughs> Lego, Lego bricks. Oh, Lego. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, then you could build a dam. That would be cute. <laughs> <laughs> Little Lego beavers. Oh, that would be so cute. <laughs> a day off work because you have an unspoken illness. That was the house. Oh. Ooh. That was me. Kieran didn't have to get involved there. Grace, you'll feel better about that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm worried about this unpaid labour. <laughs> meaning the correct answer was Marcel's. Well, there was a one ride there on the handlebars you... of a bicycle. There was one awesome. there. There was one that I didn't even go through. <laughs> yeah. I am from Nottingham and Croggy is my nana. That was written by Seren. <laughs> So it took you so long because you changed your answer <laughs> midway and rewrote. Okay. No, that was my first thought. <laughs> so that means. Uh, yeah, I kind of love him. Croggy as a nan. I can picture her. <laughs> Croggy is an awesome name for a nan. I want someone to draw that. Oh, Croggy, not again. <laughs> She's fallen in a creek. <laughs> it's really blocked it up. <laughs> you know why? It's because she fell in a creek, but she's also the OG. So Croggy is that's, it's, everything's a portmanteau. Look at this guy. He's freaking doing sums on on a window. Now. <laughs> Genius. So that means a one point in that round goes to Marcel. Two points to the house. Oh, it feels good to be a winner. All right, we're up to question number two now. This one comes from Sam Lacey from Manchester in the UK, and the question mm. is. What did 50 Cent tweet on the 26th of August 2010? What did 50 Cent tweet on the 26th of August 2010? While you're writing your answers, here's some more info on Croggy. <laughs> to be honest, I, I couldn't, there wasn't much more than just the definition on it, but the Collins Dictionary had like a blog listicle. Serena probably call that a blisticle, I guess. <laughs> um, about other local Nottingham words. A blistical is when you wear new shoes for the first time and you walk a long time and your whole foot becomes a blister. <laughs> um, all right, it's contagious, I reckon, Grace. You're, you're sitting too close to Saran. Oh, God, I've caught the portmanteau disease. Uh, so, yeah, th- this listicle had some other local Nottingham uh, lingo, including tabs. Your tabs are your ears. An example is... Uh, he had such big tabs that they used to call him the FA Cup. Uh, Marty is another one. If you say that someone is Marty, you mean that they whine and complain a lot, especially if they lose at a game, uh, as an example. Why don't you just accept that you lost, you Marty git? Okay. <laughs> that one, you can keep that up your sleeve for later, okay, Serena, if you want. Yawn. Yawn is a dialect form of the pronoun yours. Is that mine or yawn? In fact, many East Midlands pronouns end in N. Ours becomes ourn, hers becomes urn, and myself becomes missin. 
That's fun. Yeah, I love this because it's like their language, but they still yeah. They, they, they're not. They're they not keep, like we're finished. Yeah, it's always evolving. It's always evolving. Uh, and finally, Nobby Greens. The local name for Brussels sprouts is Nobby Greens. <laughs> you can't beat Nobby Greens with Christmas dinner. That's them putting it in. A Do sandwich. you know Brussels sprouts have evolved? Like they taste better than they used to. They genetically modified them, right? Yeah. They did it on purpose. It like, wasn't, so, yeah, so eating them out as a adult. would not evolve on purpose to taste <laughs> better. That is not in the evolutionary I, best interest of a Brussels sprout. This is true. There was intervention. <laughs> there no, was an it, intervention. Maybe it kind of is because then they, we keep growing the Brussels sprouts. Mm, oh, that's true. This is true. Either way, they were going to die out. We eat them or we stop eating them. But Either it's sort of way, yeah. Nobby Green is spot on. That's mm. exactly what it is. So if I good. saw a Brussels sprout and I was an alien... I would be like Nobby Green. <laughs> if yes. you were an alien. Yeah. An alien with a naming convention of shape <laughs> and colour. Yes. Yes, my preferred kind of alien. <laughs> All right, so the answers are in. Here's question number two. What did 50 Cent tweet on the 26th of August 2010? You won't find me in a club. I don't care if it's your birthday, Shorty. I'm too old for that shit. Some people snowboard, some people ski. Me, I like to toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I can't believe my grandmother's making me take out the garbage. I'm rich. Fuck this. I'm going home. I don't need this shit. I love beans. If I had my time again, my rapper name would be 50 Beans. Uh, Rufflecopter. Or I'm 50 Cent and I'm here to stay. Portmanteaus are here to stay, Cation. This is good stuff. It's fun to have fun. Um, so I don't know if you need any of those again. I'd like that last one again, please. <laughs> Remembering this is 2010. Yeah. So Before they had portmanteaus. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that is. Uh, <laughs> when did Staycation get into the lexicon? Uh, do you need to hear any of them again? Or are you you're ready to lock in? Yeah, I, I locked in first, so I shan't. I shan't be going first again. Grace, you want to have a crack? I reckon it's the grandma one. I, I would re- if I was him I would also be like fuck this I'm rich <laughs> yeah but I think he would call it me more oh <laughs> is that is that a fifty cent thing that's not a that, you can we cut need that, that we need to <laughs> establish <laughs> Americanisms for grandma I feel like it's an American thing I don't think they're always like, I don't think they're always me more I think that's like oh. deep south is a me more or something oh, yeah. I've, I've never heard a couple the term me more sometimes yeah. they're like nanny or like hey some of us call them croggy um, <laughs> I. <laughs> Think this is a grandma heavy episode. <laughs> Shout out to my nana. She ain't heavy. She's my grandma. The grandma's good, but I like fifty beans. Fifty mm. beans. Yeah, I'm going fifty beans. beans. I like fifty. I, my first one was the take the garbage out as well. So I think okay. I'm going to lock that in. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. Uh, you won't find me in the club. That one was written by the house, in particular Sam, the question writer. I relate, Sam. <laughs> Uh, some people snowboard, some people ski. Me, I like to toboggan. That was Marcel. Well, I got to laugh. I'm happy with that. Uh, I'm 50 Cent. I'm you were meant to, to embody the character of 50 Cent, Marcel, not just confess your own <laughs> passions Lack in life. hand-eye coordination. <laughs> hey, toboggan requires effort. No, it doesn't. You it requires a, gravity and a slope. There's handles, though, aren't there? Like, aren't there little toboggan handles? I think you have go karts. Oh, okay. Billy <laughs> karts. Okay. Yeah, that's I right. really think a toboggan. You're at the mercy of the of the world. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And isn't that exciting? <laughs> you don't just you, go until you stop. But yeah, don't you think you that fifty cent? Don't you think fifty cent would be the sort of guy who would enjoy that sort of thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. I think you got right in his head mm. there. Uh, I'm 50 Cent. I'm here to say portmanteaus are here to staycation. That was Saran. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked by this news. Uh, Rufflecopter, which I think just is very 2010, I think, uh, was Grace. Thank it's you. a good one. Oh, beautiful. I was online. <laughs> I sent you two others, but you didn't read them out. Do you, identi- oh, do you, no. ident- do you identify as very online? <laughs> I mean, no, mm. but I think that's an indication of the fact that I am. Okay. Wait, was I meant to read all? I, did, I only got the last one. Was I meant to say the first? Yeah, I thought I was. I thought I thought I could send you some options, but I didn't know. Oh, I mean, you can now. Okay. But <laughs> then that would. I remember that I'm also in the game, so. I mean, I would probably pick the worst one. Oh, okay. That's true. Right. I mean, I wouldn't, but I'd try and find um, you know, But, you know. Just trying to throw some ideas out here. Make uh, this a writer's Well, room. let's just go through the other options here. I wish to become part of the scary movie universe. <laughs> that's good stuff. Uh, that's I wish. <laughs> I like the wish part. If I didn't just know. Just putting it out there to the universe. When you just read that out in my head, I was like, I didn't hear that option. I think that's the one. I think that's it. I would have put that in. I Sorry, Grace. I just, I just. Cut and paste the, the the bottom one, assuming that that was all there was. Sorry. I wish to be part of the scary. That movie is good stuff. I, yeah. I don't know if he was or not, but he might have been. <laughs> Even if he was, he, the wish. Yeah, the it wish could just be a wish that came true. Yeah. Uh, I love beans. If I had my time again, my rapper name would be Fifty Beans, which Seren picked. That was the house. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, I just had, that was a prayer, a hail mary. <laughs> I wanted it to be true. Sam wrote. Sam, the question writer, wrote, "I love beans," and I just had a little bit of spice on the end. I thought. I thought. Saying my rapper name would have thrown, it would have shown you that that's pro- 50 cents going around. Going, anyway, my rapper name. It's clear from that how little we have an understanding of rap music. Yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, he has a rapper name. Uh, meaning the correct answer is I can't believe my grandmother's <laughs> making me take out the garbage. I'm rich. Fuck this. Is, I'm going home. I don't need this shit. Hell yeah, me and Grace. <laughs> I love that. So, so a point for Grace, a point for Marcel, and a point. The house. Fifty Cent seems great on Twitter. I don't know. Oh yeah. I mean, in 2010 he was. That does not mean that he's not an anti-vaxxer now. I've oh, worked. is he an anti-vaxxer? I don't know, but sometimes oh. people who you thought were funny in 2010 are horrific mm, now. This is true. The um, yeah, that tweet has since been deleted. I found it on a listicle. Oh. Um. Oh, sorry, Sam found it on Probably a listicle. Probably his grandma was mad at him. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what was it, yeah. like top ten top ten grandma tweets or something like that? <laughs> yeah, top yeah. ten tweets about <laughs> rappers about their grandmas. Uh, all right, so question number three. This one comes from Jack Beath from Canawindra, Jack New Beath. South Wales. Now, you live in New South Wales. I do. Myself. Do you know Canawindra? Canawindra, I don't, but I do know Jack Beath. Okay. <laughs> I, I get the feeling, based on the question, that uh, Canawindra might be in the in a rural area. Mm. Uh, but let's see, what rural I related? Canawindra was the name of the person writing the. <laughs> <laughs> First name Canna, last name Windra. Yeah, yeah, right. She seems like a powerful woman. I don't know. <laughs> What rural-related record did Lou Brown break on the twenty seventh of April, twenty nineteen, in Western Australia? Can you give us? Can you give us that again? It's a it's it's, it's a nice sounding you know phrase. I think it was yeah the well. triple R there. Mm, yeah. What rural related record did Lou Brown break on the twenty seventh of April, twenty nineteen in WA Western Australia? You have a lovely uh, timber to your voice, Matt. Stop it's it. Nice to nice to hear. Can I get that first sentence one more time, please? Sorry. Well, there is only one sentence, but I <laughs> that's the one I want. Okay, what rural related record did Lou Brown break on the twenty seventh of April, twenty nineteen, 
in Western Australia. It's very impressive that the, you just the R's. They didn't. You didn't stumble at all. I can't even speak this sentence. But, <laughs> but the rural related rural related record. record. I've had recent dental surgery. I don't even know why I tried that. It's hard. Matt, My just, tongue's numb. Okay, rural related record. Right, and while you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a little bit more about what 50 Cent has been up to lately. Yeah, I couldn't tell them any more about what happened with the garbage, but uh, there was an article from a couple of weeks ago on Entertainment Weekly that said 50 Cent revealed that he and Eminem are in the process of adapting Eminem's semi-autobiographical film 8 Mile for television. We're in motion, 50 Cent said of the project (laughs) in an interview with Big Boy TV. It's going to be big, you know. I ain't got no duds. All right. Here is question three. What rural-related record did Lou Brown break on the 27th of April 2019 in Western Australia? Longest game of continuous two-up, having started two days earlier on Anzac Day. Fastest camel slaughter. God. (laughs) That's awful. That hit me just a couple of seconds after reading it out. You said it with, yeah, no emotion. (laughs) Question. Is it the... The quickest camel slaughter, or did he slaughter the fastest camel? Oh, well, there's a third option as well. How many, how many camels? Is it one camel killed quickly, or is it multiple camels killed um, in a, in quick succession? I feel yes. like you wouldn't want to kill the fastest camel. That's the camel you need to stick around. Yeah, <laughs> you want to get the slowest camel. Why yeah. do you need the quickest camel? To I don't know to get places. It's <laughs> WA. There's a lot of space. How do you think we got the tastier Brussels sprouts? <laughs> Engineering. They're, they're the ships of the desert. This is true. <laughs> I learned to, that they, from Agrabah. <laughs> uh, uh, shearing the most merino ewes in an eight-hour day mm-hmm. ooh, with a whopping 457. Most consecutive olives popped from his belly button into his mouth. Yucky. Six. <laughs> <laughs> it's not was that, Sorry, was that um, was that colon six? Was that um, parenthetical's? Uh, brackets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Parenthetical's brackets. That's what Americans call brackets, right? Yeah. Parentheses. So. Pare- sorry, what did I say? Uh, We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We we lost you for a second there. You went all blurry. (laughs) You lost the ability to talk. I wanted to use a. You went into a different dimension for some reason. I wanted to use multiple (laughs) syllables and I freaked out. Uh, Growing the largest zucchini ever recorded on rural records, which incidentally are not very well maintained. Mm. I can't imagine. Or the rural related record was riding race cars around red ropes rapidly. Ooh, oh. that was fun. Jeez, I... I man, wonder that, who I, wrote that. I love when a, there's a uh, a tongue twister and I'm I'm doing it before I knew it was one and then I'm in the middle of it and I'm like feeling like I'm on a bucking bronco and I can't... <laughs> if I get through the end of it without fucking it up, I feel electric. It's like accidentally getting on a water slide. You're like, I'm in it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You also you got so cocky you, in your story and analogy about it, you used bucking bronco. You're like, I'm <laughs> doing it right now as we speak. Well, two beats. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, there's they a, feel like a there was mix eight, of eight, answers. They feel like there was eight more than usual in there. Did people <laughs> just throw in another one? Yeah, I, I read all five of Grace's ones. Saran, have you had a, a crack first up yet? No, um, I think that it, the record would be. Well, I can tell you what it's not. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> your answer. Yeah, it's not the alliteration one. Uh, it's not the olive. One, I don't think, because I think that you'd get way more than six. 
Consecutively. Popping it from your belly button into your mouth. Oh, way less. But I just don't think it would be six. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so they're ruled out. Uh, What was the... I think it could be the... Fastest camel slaughter? No. Uh, I don't want to believe it's that. Longest game of two up? No. Most uh, Merino used sheared? That's the one. That's what I reckon. Or largest zucchini? Because Merino... uh, Oh, it could be zucchini. But because the thing is, like, I feel like... Uh, a sheep shorning, sheep shearing is only happened in rural places, and it is a competition. Yeah, they do like they do that competitively yeah. everywhere. Doesn't they it? love to shear these sheep no, so yeah. quick. I don't know how the sheep feel about it. I think the sheep are like, "Can we take a little bit more time?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually love I it. I kind of it. wish a hairdresser would do that to me, of like hold my arms up <laughs> <Yeah>. and like <laughs> just hold me while they <laughs> cut off my hair. It looks soothing. <laughs> I think you know. Have you ever had one where they just put your head back out of nowhere into like a bucket of water? Yeah, that's so. That nice. feels so yeah. good. A bucket. <laughs> well, I assume I, I can't see it; it's behind my head. But <laughs> pretty funny stuff. <laughs> anyway, what were we doing again? So, has anyone had a guess yet? I don't think so. Saran, you've ruled a few out, and you're going to. Are you yeah, ruling? I'm, with, I'm going with, with the sheep. sheep. All yeah. right, Grace, what are you thinking? Um, I think the sheep is like the most sensible answer, but I'm also like, why would you ask the question if it was sheep? Because sheep feels obvious. Mm. So, mm. Well, that's good logic. What was and the also f- merinos, it feels like too much detail. Imagine the way that plastic sheep. cutlery did before. What was the first one? Uh, first one was longest game of continuous two up. Yeah, I reckon it's two up. I, I, I don't want to double up this time, so I'm going to vote for fastest camel, camel slaughter. I love it. All right. Here's who wrote the answers. You uh, call yourself a vegan. <laughs> I don't. Oh. Oh, that's true. Uh, the riding race cars round red ropes rapidly. That was Marcel. And I appreciate you letting me have that little victory there with the tongue twister. I did it for you. Uh, growing the largest zucchini. That was Seren. And I think, Seren, if you had the discipline to not do the joke at the end, that was very guessable. <laughs> I mean, I've been in riding sessions with Seren and like encouraging him not to undercut you know, the emotional truth of a bit so quickly with the with the joke, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I could undercut this very emotional moment, <laughs> but I'll let it hang there. Uh, the most consecutive olives popped from his belly button into his mouth. That was The House. Mm-hmm. I based that one off a vague memory of uh, one of the Hot Shots movies. I think Emilio oh, yeah. Estevez maybe does that. <laughs> Hot Shots part dua. Maybe, mm. yeah. It feels like... The only way you could you could do that with an olive is if it had the structural integrity of still having its pit. Yeah. In yeah. which case, you now you got pit in your mouth. Yeah, mm. especially if you swish it right down the throat. I'm yeah. loving no Grace's good. logic. She's got the best <laughs> logic on the, at the table. And you use you finally use your catchphrase. Now you got pit in your mouth, <laughs> which is a great catchphrase. Uh, yeah. Longest game of continuous two up. That was the house. Oh. Uh, in particular, Jack. Oh, the question looking, It's looking good for camel slaughter. Camel slaughter was great. <laughs> oh, damn it. Meaning the correct answer was shearing the most merino use. Oh, God. I knew it was. There's a bit like, you're right, Grace, that I'll often, you know, try and go for the funny ones. But, yeah, you, sometimes there's just not that many funny facts out there. <laughs> I was on a hot streak. And it's good to have a little mix up. as well. Oh, you got the first two right there. Mm. So that is one point for Grace, one point for a Saran, one point for the house. Oh, it's a tight I game. also I just couldn't picture a zucchini growing in WA. It seems like too dusty. And yeah. I mean, I know it's a big zone, but like they they need wet down down the wet south heat. southwest. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, but it's also wetter as well. <laughs> Western the, Australian zucchini growers are yelling at me as I speak. <laughs> yeah, I'm so furious. sorry. <laughs> it's the biggest zucchini on rural 
records. Yeah, yeah. Like, which, which, aren't, which aren't well maintained. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah, it's you know, it doesn't beat them big city zucchinis. No, there would definitely be. Yeah, I've been to. Woolies. <laughs> <laughs> the zucchinis getting off buses in the big city trying to make it. We're, we're up to question number four. This one comes from Jim Bates from Sackett's Harbour in New York. Sackett's Harbour. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim's question is, what are the names of the twin polar bears who were the official mascots of the 1988 Winter Olympics in Calgary, Canada? The 1988 Winter Olympics in Calgary, Canada had... Twin polar bears were the mascots. What were their names? And while you're writing your answers, here's a little bit more information about the record. According to Sheep Central, New Zealand-born Shearer, and you was you you're from New Zealand, are you, Grace? Mm, my family is. I'm yeah, the so, first person in my family to be born in Australia. It's a very confusing experience. This might <laughs> no be one understands a single one of my references, <laughs> and people in New Zealand don't like them either. <laughs> Hopefully this gives you a little bit of pride, though, in the connection. Oh, yeah. New Zealand-born shearer Lou Brown has put in the quickest ever day of Merino shearing to smash a world record, which has withstood at least four other attempts since it was set 16 years ago. At least four. The, uh, but he did it in WA. Time. Did it in WA, oh, yeah. Of course it was a Kiwi. They're fucking so good at shearing sheep, man. Have you watched them before? It's incredible. He brought. I think he broke the record of another Kiwi. I also love the guy who whose job it is to bring the sheep. <laughs> There's like the shearer guy who's trying to beat the record, and then there's the guy who's like next sheep, next sheep, next sheep. Like he's bringing, he's putting sheep under you, like you're a competitive eater kind of thing. And that's important a good point. gig. Yeah. yeah. So Brown was raised in Napier. Isn't I think Napier is the uh, the capital of Art Deco architecture. Fun fact about Napier: it has an Art Deco festival every year because oh. it was flattened by an earthquake in the 1930s and completely rebuilt in Art Deco. And my mum has always wanted to go to the Art Deco festival. So for her, it was her wedding. It was like their wedding anniversary and my 21st and something else. And we all went to the Art Deco festival. And she went hard she yeah. got us all like we were hats gloves 1930s 1940s oh, dresses like oh, wow. we were doing it all is that much of a change for your normal way <laughs> yes <laughs> um <laughs> it was more gloves um <laughs> more gloves my nana kept getting mad at me for ruining the outfit by looking at my phone <laughs> oh, <laughs> and grace. i was like uh, grace you're taking me out of it <laughs> yeah. but i was like if it was like if I was in period, I'd be smoking. So like I got to do something with my hands. Yeah, get that penny probably uh, giving birth to your seventh child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at, thir- at thirteen, um, but I was posting a lot on Instagram because I was having such a good time of like my family in our outfits. But to everyone following me on Instagram, it just looked like that was what our family did on holiday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone was like, "What's happening?" And eventually, I had to like pan to the rest of the town to be like, "Everyone else is doing it too." Okay. <laughs> All right, so here is question number four. What are the names of the twin polar bears who were the official mascots of the 1988 Winter Olympics in Calgary, Canada? Frost and Bite, Chili and Willie, Marrick and Wojciech, <laughs> Heidi and Howdy, Paul and Lars, or Jaden and Caden? Mm-hmm. These are all fun. Yeah. I love fun. Hey? I'm, I here, wish, to, I'm I wish, here to have this fun. This is maybe the cutest question we've had so far. <laughs> it is quite cute. I wish there were more polar bears in the world so that we could name them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only need two names at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, but if we had more polar bears, we could use all the names. Yes. I don't know. It's just the- we've got like four polar bears total left. And they have to keep swimming between ice um, things. <laughs> yeah, between X Games. They're exhausted. <laughs> between X Games <laughs> and posing for Bundaberg rum. I think the fact that there's only uh, so few polar bears left mean it rules out 
um, Caden and Jaden. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's plenty of Cadens and Jaden. We got those. Don't, yeah. We don't need those those names represented in the polar bear community. <laughs> I do really like frost and bite, but I wonder if they'd try if they like you know that sounds a bit aggressive, like the bite part. You know, they right. wouldn't want their mascots to be thought of as they're going to bite the children or bite the competitors. That's true. I assume they don't go separately because mm. if bite just shows up separately, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, boy, Uh-oh. the snowboarding event is about to take a turn. <laughs> My sister and I had guinea pigs growing up and I I had two and she had two and mine were called Velvet and Silky because I named them after what they feel like, oh, that's obviously, nice. and she named hers Ginger and Beer. Oh, I like that. Because <laughs> the second one was brown and the first one was called Ginger, which <laughs> makes sense when you put them together and say this is Ginger and Beer, but when you're just hanging out with a guinea pig called Beer, beer. people want to call child services. <laughs> <laughs> Can you run us through these again but introduce them as if you are introducing the new mascots? Yeah, and maybe do- you've got to be one. Or like wrestlers. Oh, that's good. Madames and messieurs. Yeah. A bit Canadian, please. Oh, Canadian, eh? Uh, please welcome, eh? <laughs> the new Canadian Olympic mascots, eh? Frost and Bite, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time to lock some in. I think it's back to you, Marcel. I think I might do the, what are they, Polish names? Uh, Wojciech and... Ma- uh, Marek and Wojciech. Yeah, why not? I'm going in with Frost. Frost and Bite. Yep. I think... Heidi and Heidi Howdy, howdy for Grace. All right, locked in. Well, that's not a bad guess. Here's who wrote. <laughs> None of them are bad guesses. It's it's guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Here's who wrote the answers. Jaden and Caden. That was the house, in particular, Jim. Question Good on writer. you, Jim. Uh, Chili and Willie, also the house. Mm. So no points for the house this round. Paul and Lars, that was Marcel. Can I break down the intricacies of like what's behind the curtain there? Yeah, it's please. Polar, and then I, I cleverly Split called him Paul and La. Oh, you went to, I think that's too deep. Yeah. Right? You went to what were the Austra- what were the yes. Sydney Olympic mascots called? Um, Ollie, Millie, yeah, and Senny. <laughs> so was Sydney Millennial. Because it's 2000. Oh, Sid actually. For Sydney mm. and Ollie for Olympics. Mm-hmm. Never mind. I thought you went too you went too far into it. That's apparently how they do <laughs> yeah. it. Okay, yeah. never mind. So what was Senny? Oh, Century. But that would have been doubling up on oh, Millie. Okay. So Senny. Senny. <laughs> Senalink. Senno. Um, <laughs> um, he was the rejected mascot. Yeah. <laughs> it's this villain origin story. <laughs> Just a koala being like, I wasn't chosen. <laughs> Uh, who do you, uh, Seren, you went for Frost and Bite? Yes, That was please. Grace. Oh. oh, well done. It was a great answer. Thank you. Marcel, you went for Marac and Watch Check. That was Seren. Oh, now, yeah. Seren, how would you have wanted me to pronounce those? If I asked, I would have obviously given the game away. But so I was I just pretty happy crack. with how you okay, pronounced crap. it. But, uh, I, but the thinking was similar to yours, Marcel, mm. but I, I made the mistake of not thinking about polar bears. I thought about Polish. Well, I worked on myself. I thought it worked very well, actually. <laughs> I thought there's no way that any of these bozos <laughs> would write something, you know, so culturally interesting. Uh, meaning Grace was correct. Heidi and Howdy. Oh. So two points for Grace, a one point for Seren in that round. Heidi and Grace Howdy, that's is so coming cute. out in front. I, my childhood teddy bear is a polar bear. Um, guess what her name is? Polly. Polar. <laughs> polar. That's a great name. Oh, really? That's good. I was going to say like, um, I don't know, Jaeger shots. <laughs> Do you still have your childhood? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I wish I had at least one of my plushes, one of my soft toys, but they're, have they're gone. never been without her. She, um, 
initially my dad brought her back from deployment and um, I was obsessed with her and he initially she was a boy but when I was about nine I started sewing clothes and I realized that trousers are way harder to make than skirts mm. so um, she's a girl now <laughs> that's how it happens interesting okay. trans icon my, my childhood teddy <laughs> All right, question number five comes from Alex Chase from Pendleton in Oregon. Mm. Question is, what did German fashion designer Anki Damaske invent? Did, in was what, there a time? Yeah, that's there? what I was going to ask. What In what era? doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't say. Okay. Anki Damaske. Yeah. Mm. But because it's a question, it's not pants or <laughs> jumpers. It's something a little off kilter. Yes, yeah. true. Okay. And pants would be a little too hard to sew, I think. <laughs> they are. You've got to do an inseam. It's a nightmare. Mm. Uh, and how do you just s- two rectangles, man. How do you spell Anki? A-N-K-E. Oh, I Would I be it. saying that right? Are you Googling it? No, I just, no, I just wrote. I wrote <laughs> Is that allowed? I wrote the name. <laughs> I've been Googling this whole time. He's going to work it into I'm a. I'm still failing. A portmanteau. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing an acrostic for, this, for these pants. Uh, while you're writing your answers, here's some more info about Heidi and Howdy. According to Jim, the mascots appeared briefly in the 1993 movie Cool Runnings, which oh. is set at the Calgary Olympics. And according to the Olympics website, the mascots' names represent the Calgary region's hospitality. Thus, Heidi is an extension of hi, and Howdy is short for how do you do. <laughs> <laughs> A typical Western American greeting apparently is Howdy. Uh, these names were chosen by a citizen's jury following a contest organised by Calgary Zoo that attracted almost 7,000 entries. I think I say howdy a bit. Can't there is a lot Canadians of ironic that Americanisms that have mm. slipped into the Australian lexicon. Like Things y'all. start ironic and... I like a howdy. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've been known to say y'all and then I'm mm. like, Where the, what the fuck? Where am I, I but from? Also y'all's, you know, it's nice and inclusive, you yeah. know. Hey, you all. What are, what are y'all doing? And someone's like, say use like a real Australian. I'm like, I don't. I don't like people when they get really upset. I said use just as like, you know, just what I didn't care. I said use the other day and someone was like, um, that actually makes me really angry. I'm like, you need to get better, bigger <laughs> You need priorities. to relax, my yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah, the people. Have you heard think, about global warming? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard about child you poverty? You're going to lose oh, your yeah. mind. Oh, you don't think language matters? <laughs> <laughs> You, th- you think we're going to come up with a solution to global warming when we can't even speak to one another? <laughs> well, he might have been like, why are you talking about sheep all of a sudden? That's just like true, Marina dad, It's like when my dad gets mad that he can't use the word gay to mean happy. I'm like, you can. You'll sound a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> How old your dad? Like in his 50s. Mm, 97. <laughs> I'm like, you are super able it'll, to do that, man. People you. will be confused. <laughs> it's... um. It's interesting. Saran's been the, the one He's who's either really typing a very long answer or, or he does like one letter per second. <laughs> he's doing his text. His text. I don't have a mind's eye. I've got to think of words. <laughs> he's texting his fans. What's Thor really like? And Saran's like, well, here's, oh. a, here's a little fun behind the scenes scoop about Sam Neill. Sam Neill was lovely, actually. I bet he was. He seems, he seems like a really nice guy. A New Zealand hero. Matt Damon. Beautiful man. Yeah. How, like, did you share any words with any celebs um, around the catering table or anything? Were you allowed to sit near them or did you have your own section? Uh, I had my own trailer. 
No, you didn't. Yeah. You had your own trailer? I did. It was Whoa. tiny, but I think they give you a trailer so you're not in the space of the real celebs. <laughs> you had a tiny trailer all to yourself. You were in time out. It's a whole class system, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, right. The extras just have a hangar and they're all in the hangar looking <laughs> like, I don't know, some, they're waiting processing or something. In the know. in the, in the the script, did you have dialogue? Uh, no. But you still got a trailer. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, I don't know why I got anything, mm. to be honest. But I think it's because I was involved with the celebrities. So like, you can't cast, you can't just put extras next to Sam Neill. Mm. So yeah, they had he, to re- cast. he refuses. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. This, what a scoop. This could be in Deadline Hollywood. My answer's in. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll read the answer one more time and if any of you want to change your answers, let me know. What did German fashion... That makes it sound like we have done a bad job. (laughs) No, maybe one of you have, but I don't want to point anyone out. What did German fashion designer Anke Damaske invent? Everyone happy? (laughs) 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 There's a lot of emphasis on fashion there. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So Ren immediately grabbed his phone, so... Sorrento said fashion designer. (laughs) I mean, a fashion designer could could invent something... (laughs) Not involved in fashion. Oh, twist. I like that. That's true. They're not limited to fashion. Also, many fashion designers also fascists. That's true. You heard about Coco Chanel? Hugo Boss. Famous Nazi. Mm. Really? Yeah. Some of my favourite designers are Nazis. Come on, that was pretty... That's not a bad answer. No, I didn't... I I, I was happy to... That's what I was saying. Okay, let's double checking. Oh, well, I mean, you've sort of given a little away. Because Seren's not hot on the market, it sounds like he's storming out of the room. (laughs) All right, so the answers are in. Here's question number five. What did German fashion designer Anki Damaske invent? Wait, fashion? <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the first one. Uh, the reversible jacket. Ooh. A line of pants made specifically for chickens. <laughs> that, that, that bin with the pedal. Some people call it a Volkswagen. <laughs> a jumpsuit that converts into a tent. Oh. Earmuffs. Clothing made out of milk. Okay, this is good stuff. Yeah. Some of the brightest minds in Australian comedy. Yeah, and one of the brightest minds in German fashion. (laughs) (laughs) So good at fashion that he can... He moves into everyday household <laughs> objects. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now he's inventing bins. Bit of shade for the Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. 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 Does that mean and it the is bin the bin with the pedal, otherwise known as the pedal bin? <laughs> also, there's one over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great to get an insight into the process. Was the Volkswagen also a fetish? Another insight there. Somebody asked me what it's like to be a woman in comedy. <laughs> I meant fascist. I meant fascist. Oh. Um, was yeah, that probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, it's the people's wagon. <laughs> uh, Grace, have a, a thought here. You didn't say mine. <laughs> But now you can't see. Yeah. I think I did. I'll go through back through them all. Mm, go um, back through them all, and, and, and if 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 it sounds like one has been left out, I reckon jumpsuit that converts into a tent because that sounds very German and like very useful. Yeah, it's all about function. Yeah. yeah. Are you still in the jumpsuit? No. Okay. Oh, I assume you. Yeah, you have to get naked to get <laughs> your tent, and then you. You have to be naked before you have a tent to get changed <laughs> or, into. Or you just have tent. to you have to sleep in a jumpsuit in the wild open. <laughs> it's, a, it's, very, it's a tight tent. I was sort of expecting it to be like in um, that James Bond movie where he has like a snow shield that comes out when an avalanche happens. I think it was James Bond. Like you'd like sort a of pop it, up. Yeah, it sort of inflates around you or whatever. Like you'd pull a 
you'd pull a drawstring and then like the tent forms around you. Like one of those big plastic hamster balls that you get inside and yeah. roll down a hill. Yeah, that'd be fun, except for the rolling part. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it would be fun. <laughs> I think I might get a concussion. Mm. <laughs> Sounds awful. All right, let me just run through them one more time. Reversible jacket, pants made for chickens, bin with the pedal, jumpsuit. with the fur. <laughs> <laughs> jumpsuit converting into a tent, earmuffs or clothing made out of milk. You... you <laughs> Despite Marcel kind of making it sound ridiculous, he's still locking that in. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, no, I like it. Uh, whoever wrote it, I like it. It might not be true. <laughs> and sometimes in bad inventions are made. <laughs> A lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Mm, Heaps, fascism, man. one of the worst inventions. <laughs> and also, like the plane, we love that now. Mm. When the Wright brothers started on that, everyone was like, do you want to die? <laughs> Do you reckon they were ever lambasted in the papers and someone said more like the wrong brothers? Did yeah. anyone ever oh, say that? Oh, God, I have sure. said that. Uh, Saran, what are you thinking? I am, I believe, with deep down in my soul that it was the... Your soul without a... Without a, a I had image. it and then we, we went on this riff. I milk forgot. clothes. Yes, it's the milk clothes and that is because... <laughs> Marcel just fed that to me. No, <laughs> that is because often my, me and my partner, we don't drink milk a lot, but we'll buy a bottle of milk because for coffee or whatever, and then we forget it's there, and often it's past its expiry. And I think there's a lot of milk in the world that's past uh, expiry, and someone, Anki, I smart did smart enough. To I used put to it wear to like thermals as a kid made of polypropylene, which yes, is which made is of milk bottles. Mm. Oh. It's, it's like recycled milk bottles, which is just an, another way of saying plastic, but it uh, keeps you warm. Yeah, but, so. but they melt near, if you're near the heater. Yeah, you're not. Uh, all the pajamas I had as a child were like, "Don't sit near a fire. <laughs> you will melt, and Mickey Mouse will be on your body forever." Hot scoop on this podcast, though, that we learned that uh, Seren doesn't have object permanence. <laughs> you put that milk in the fridge, and you're like, "I don't know if oh, there's a bin there." <laughs> uh, what about you, Marcel? Um, I mean, I do like milk clothes. is is good fun. Reversible jacket, chicken pants, um, parachute, parachute. What was it? Parachute jumpsuit tent. tent. Jumpsuit tent. Earmuffs. What was the earmuff one? Just earmuffs. Oh, just that's it. Yeah, it fell. I think it fell between the cracks of it because it was was between clothing, milk, and uh, and uh, tent jumpsuit. I think I'll do chicken trousers. Chicken trousers. I'm on Etsy right now looking for chicken pants. They make them. All right. There's going to be a lady out there crocheting them. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look how cute. Oh, that is cute. And that's one of those fancy chickens. One of fancy chickens. Mm. They've got to be all extra small, right? Mm. Oh. Well, you know, it would be relative to the size of the chickens. Mm. Right? A yeah. large chicken yeah. would wear large oh. chicken pants. <laughs> True. I think about it. Or Sarah. trousers for our scale. UK listeners. Oh, yeah. Mm. Pants means. They've been, the giggling, they've been giggling away into their iPads being like, uh-oh, that's oh. funny. It's a funny visual. I don't know why they use pants when they have knickers right there. Mm. Mm. But knickers are, uh, are knickers for ladies and pants are for, for boys? So how does it work? Oh, I don't know. I What's thought a, it was knicker all bo- for everyone. Yeah, knickerbockers. Knicker that was, yeah, a, that was an American. Yeah, that's that's true. Out of New York. I don't see gender. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. all right. Well, cool. 
Here's uh, who wrote the answers. You see bins. <laughs> the reversible <laughs> and jacket. And no internal thoughts. <laughs> reversible jacket was Marcel. Mm, Earmuffs was Grace. Mm. The I bin also... with the pedal was Saran. The jumpsuit that converts into a tent, that was the house. The line of pants made specifically for chickens, that was also the house, specifically Alex, the mm. question. Oh, that's two points of the house, meaning Alex. the correct answer buy... was clothing made out of milk. One yes. point to Saran. Wow. Thank you. That's yeah. cool. Very happy with that. And also the chicken pants, because... Um, we, you know, when you're buying eggs, it's like cage free, field, whatever. But it's not, <laughs> you're not considering what they're wearing. You know what I mean? Trousered. I just don't think it would exist. Well, That's I true. don't think you'd make them on an industrial scale. I think this is for the, I mean, this isn't real, but for pet chickens. Yeah. But who are we to say that free okay. range isn't like free balling? You know, it's like that's what it means. If a free range chicken, it means that it's not wearing pants. Plus, if a chicken was wearing pants, then it laid an egg. Then it's shit its pants. <laughs> it goes, it goes, the egg goes You've down the leg. You've pants, chicken. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. embarrassing. Am I, have I got a record so far for no one choosing any of my answers? Uh, I don't, I don't Is there a record for that? Similar to rural records, mm. ours aren't very well kept. <laughs> I also said T-shirts that say funny slogans like fish fear me, women fear me, etc. <laughs> But then, <laughs> wait, is that is that on the same shirt? It's yeah. one shirt that says "Women fear me, fish fear me." <laughs> I realized as I wrote it that that's not what the shirt says, but it is what it should say. <laughs> I like it. That's two shirts in one episode. What was the other one? Get that pit in your mouth or something? <laughs> oh, I missed it again, Grace. Grace, you got to let me know if you do multiples. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't. I just pick. I pick the one that's there. You know, this has never happened before. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't you know. You found a real hole in my system. <laughs> Which is, yeah. I don't like that Grace is showing off by having multiple great answers and I'm here with... I mean, my first answer was earmuffs, my first which was, is why I wrote the yeah, second okay, answer. Yeah, and okay. I, yeah, my strategy is to look around the room. And, uh, okay, Ben, Ben, uh, what's that got to do with fashion? Uh, fuck fashion, forget fashion. German, but thinking German. Volkswagen, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're up to question number six. Second last How many question questions? Here, okay, sorry, I should have let you finish that sentence. <laughs> uh, How many questions? Seven questions. Okay. And this is question number six. Okay. I'm going to start trying. I've been a hustler this whole time. So you can, yeah, there's still multiple points up for grabs. The last round is worth uh, triple points as well. So it's still absolutely anyone's game. Question six comes from Lene Hernes uh, from Hogsund in Norway. Is it Ernes? Uh, it's It's got an O with a cross through it. Oh. oh and Lena gave me phonetic spelling but also said they don't mind if I butcher it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. It's got, the O with the cross to it, apparently that turns into a U sound like a U in Burns mm-hmm. and it's spelled oh, H-O yeah. cross to it, Y-N-E-S. Mm. You, don't pronounce, you don't pronounce the O with the cross to it. You don't pronounce that part. Oh, you just skip it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they just, yeah, they just want you to know Norwegian. they don't like O's. They skip all the vowels. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Lena's question is science fiction author Carton Malek III is known for literary classics such as The Haunted Vagina and Barbarian Beast Bitches of the Badlands. Mm -hmm. Which of the following is another one of Carton's books? While you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about Anki's milk clothes. Mental Floss writes, Have you ever looked at a glass of milk and wondered how many T-shirts you could make from it? German fashion designer Anki did in 2011. She unveiled a fabric called Q-Milch, which was made from the protein found in milk. Other milk-based fabrics have been made, but they used chemicals. The dried milk powder is heated and comes out in yard strands. One dress used about six litres of milk. Startup company Mitero also introduced milk clothing in 2019. 
All right, while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, here's question number six. Which of the following is a real book by science fiction author Carton Malik III? The Tempest. <laughs> <laughs> Santa stole my mummy. The monster of labia majora. <laughs> Tits two. The secret of the ooze. <laughs> God. I knocked up Satan's daughter. Or Bigfoot fucked me into the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> I was fairly confident what I wanted to lock in, and then that one came along, and now I'm not so sure. I'd read all of these books for sure. <laughs> Even The Tempest. Oh, not the Tempest. <laughs> Had to do that for my English degree. Mm. I don't think it could be Bigfoot fucked me into the afterlife because I would say, from experience, you haven't lived <laughs> until you've been fucked by Bigfoot. <laughs> I, I, hey, I think Spare thought for Sasquatch as well. Also doing some good work out yeah. there. Mm. Well, heavy, I think, like, heavy lifting. The Bigfoot, like, I think the person would be happy about it. They're like, I, I got fucked by Bigfoot. We were in the snow. I died of <laughs> exposure, but it was worth it. And <laughs> it's about how good Bigfoot is. You know, at they, they say, I'm, oh, I'm in heaven, you know? It's sort of like, mm. so maybe it could just be a figure of speech. Mm, Who true. says I'm in heaven? <laughs> Everyone I've been with. <laughs> I mean, Bigfoot could be a figure of speech. Could, <laughs> could actually be a big. Anyway. <laughs> Foot. Uh, uh, Saran, have you, do you want to lock something in here? I'm going to lock in The Tempest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. I, I mean, I was going to do that Satan's Daughter. What was that one? I knocked up Satan's that, Daughter. That was really winning in terms of the... I freaked out for a second when the first few you read seemed really normal and I was like, did I mishear <laughs> this previous author's questions? Um, but I'm going to go for... Santa stole my mummy sounded really normal to you. <laughs> and the I, Tempest. <laughs> yeah, those are both normal yeah. things. The Tempest was a storm invented by William Shakespeare and Santa stole my mummy is also a riff on a William Shakespeare novel as well. Novel. novel. <laughs> Shakespeare, famous for his novels. You did do an English degree. <laughs> uh, referring an episode to an episode of Primates that hasn't come out yet. Um, so you're tossing up between the last two? Which way are you going to go? I'm going to go. That that afterlife one deserves it. Great. Well, well, I forget all of them. Bigfoot fucked me into the afterlife. I'll go reverse order. Okay. I knocked up Satan's daughter. Tits 2, The Secret of the Ooze, The Monster of Labia Majora. Oh, yeah, that one, that one, that one. <laughs> the Monster of Labia Majora. I don't care if it doesn't exist. I'm writing it after this. <laughs> uh, and then just for your benefits around the other two was Santa Stole My Mummy and The Tempest. I I think it's the, um, what was the one after Labia Majora? The Tits 2. Uh, yeah, Tits 2, The, the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Mm, little riff on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. Yes, which, you know. Carton Malik the third uh, often would do, I suppose. <laughs> All right, here is who wrote the answers. The Tempest. That was Saran. Yeah, yeah I, I wrote that. 
And you voted for your... Do you get the point? No, I wrote The Tempest. Oh, that's cool. Nice. That's my favourite one. (laughs) Thank you. Santa Stole My Mummy. That was The House, in particular Lena. Uh, Then we had The Monster of Labia Majora. That was Marcel. Oh, nice. I finally got one chosen. Tits 2, The Secret of the Ooze. That was The House. (laughs) That was a little collab between me and Lena. Oh, yeah. What did you bring? I added The Secret of the Ooze. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Bigfoot. It makes me worry because tits, they don't tend to ooze. No. (laughs) Well, there's also that famous uh, Shakespeare quote, tits too, Brute. Can I I check other ooze, Merino ooze, or are they? uh... (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't specify the breed. Uh, well, you know, the, I don't know if the tits and the ooze are related. Maybe the tits solve the crime, you know. Oh, we okay, don't know. yeah, mm. the tits are the detective. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bigfoot fucked the me in the afterlife. detective. <laughs> Grace, you wrote that one. So yes. Very well done. Me. We chose each other. So that's so uh, nice. So the correct answer was I, knock, I knocked up Satan's daughter. Oh. You were close, Marcel. So that means one point to Marcel, one point to Grace, one point to the house. Grace is crushing it. Thank you. Uh, going to the final round. Mm. Uh, remembering it's triple points. The scores are Saran on three points, Marcel on three points, an equal third spot. On s- in second place on five points is Grace, but out in front on seven points, it's the house. Really? The house is doing that well. Wow. Is but, it three? You can win it triple points, also triple negative points if you choose no, the wrong one. Well, it's no negative. You're just giving three to whoever you pick okay. it. Okay. There's no negative. You never, you've <laughs> you have never a real lost points. punishment complex. It's <laughs> just so we go into like ultra rules or whatever. Uh, the danger round. The final question comes from Dave Loring from Nippaluna Hobart. Mm. And Dave's question Nippaluna, is: Nippaluna, new novel. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of work ahead of you. I know. What is the plot of the 1972 film Night of the Lepus? Can you spell lepus for us? L e p u s. Is that Oh. Lepus? Lepus? French for a vag. (laughs) (laughs) What was the plot? Lepus. Or the synopsis, you know, brief synopsis or plot of the 1972 film Night of the Lepus or Lepus. While you're writing your answers, let's have a little read about Carlton Malik III. He's got a Wikipedia page which says uh, he was born 1977 an American author currently residing in Portland, Oregon. He's best known as one of the leading authors in the bizarro movement in underground literature. Malik's work has been described as a combination of trashy schlock sci-fi horror and postmodern literary art. His novels explore surreal versions of Earth in contemporary society and imagined futures, commonly focusing on social absurdities and satire. A couple of his other novels, Tumor Fruit, Hungry Bug, Clown Fellas. Clown Fellas. What do you think Clown Fellas is about? I saw the cover of it. It looks like it's sort of Clown Mafia. It would be fun to be a novelist to just sort of throw out a title and then just go, all right, I'm writing that. And if you go the Stephen King method, I mean, more in the 80s of uh, I'll do cocaine until it's finished, then, like, you you got a book. (laughs) That is the 80s method, isn't it? Well, yeah. Like, it didn't come up much in his great book, Stephen King on writing. It's a great book about behind-the-scenes work and how he committed to his work. But, uh, yeah, a lot of cocaine-fueled writing sessions, I believe. I believe it. Mm. I've read those books. <laughs> you heard the story of Carrie? Yeah, I've heard it. I find it very ambitious that a grown man was like, 
It's I. I will take on the the, the period metaphor. <laughs> but that's what maybe why he threw it in the bin where he was like, oh, who was I to think this is? And then and then oh, apparently his wife said, hey, this is pretty good. Yeah, that does happen a lot. Maybe maybe she was more like she was more fed up. You're like, can you just sell one hey, of man. these things? Yeah. <laughs> we need food. <laughs> yeah. Sell this. All right. Okay, Matt. Answers are in. Mm. Here's the final question. Triple points up for grabs. Anyone okay. can win this. All right. So really? nine points. Really, anyone? Anyone. Okay. If you if you get I maximum points, you can get all the nine. House. Mm, that's just not fair. No one's even on nine points in total at the moment. Has so. anyone ever tried to organise a revolution on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Most weeks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What is the plot of the 1972 film Night of the Lepus? Are you happy with how I'm saying this? Mm. I should have probably looked that up. Lepus. 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 But then it sounds like it's lepers, which mm. it's not that. That's true. A young woman finds herself at the centre of a bizarre ritual when her boyfriend is revealed to be part of a cult that worships the Lepus, a strange fanged monster who brings great wealth to those willing to offer a sacrifice. Ooh. A collection Creative. of border security officers join forces to fight off a violent invasive algae that was brought into the country on the shoe of an unsuspecting tourist. Mm-hmm. An Arizona ranch is plagued with rabbits. They begin <laughs> injecting the rabbits with hormones and genetically mutated blood to disrupt rabbit reproduction. That's Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the night, test- of the night of the Were Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've right. seen that one. It's claymation. <laughs> one of the test subjects escapes, <laughs> resulting <laughs> in a race of bloodthirsty wolf-sized rabbits who terrorize the ranch and every man and animal on it. Mm. It could maybe Wells and Gromit did like a remake of that. I prefer the remake. Mm. Uh, a mysterious creature from Jupiter's fifth moon visits a sleepy town to seek revenge on all who dare mock the stars. On the annual Night of the Lepus Festival, the usually devout Christian town of Dullesville gets real Dullesville. loose, <laughs> and everyone's everyone parties hard. Father Derek, the new reverend, tries to put a stop to it, but he ends up letting his hair down too, and learns a little bit about himself. Along the way. <laughs> That's a Matt classic. <laughs> or a surrealist masterpiece portraying the unlikely friendship between a baker from Queens and a nocturnal French cat named Lepus. When you say a surrealist masterpiece, is that just Seren sort of patting himself on the back for like <laughs> that synopsis that he wrote? No, no, I think the film itself is okay. a surrealist yeah, masterpiece. Right. Okay. I didn't say a Serenist masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> you also said, he didn't say Lepus. <laughs> Yeah, I misprint. Sorry. A French cat <laughs> named Le Puss. Sorry. I, th- I think Seren should get cancelled for saying Le Puss too many times. <laughs> uh, so just in quick summary, we had the the the, the cult. We had uh, the algae. We had the rabbits. We had the moon, the Jupiter's fifth moon. We had uh, the devout Christian town. We had the... A uh, surrealist masterpiece. Le Pus. Le Pus. Who's going? Who's going first? I say, bring it on, cancel me, <laughs> and I will do arena tours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon Jupiter. Jupiter, lock that in. I think it's the grace. rabbits. Rabbits for Saran. I think rabbits is is good because I. But I'm I'm going to vote for something else. But I, but if I can put my nerd hat on, I, that made me think that maybe there's like a Latin word for lapus or something like that out there that means rabbit. Mm. I, I love the first one. The first one deserves my vote. That was great. What was the first one? What? Uh, the cult. <laughs> oh, yeah. How arrogant to be like, it deserves <laughs> my vote. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So happy with We're making answers. these after mm-hmm. this. Whoever we- <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're all good. We have yeah. the funds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all green lit. Let's do it. Uh, firstly, sur- the Surrealist Masterpiece was Seren. <laughs> I feel like he always reads Seren's last because he's the last one to submit. No, I've, I've pre-ordered them okay. and they're always they're yeah. always shuffled. Okay. Yeah, The Tempest he read first. Oh, that's true. Uh, before again, Romeo and Juliet. Seren wrote. <laughs> the Town of Dullesville, Marcel, you also called that one, right? That was The House. Mm. <laughs> then we had a collection of border security officers with the algae. That was Grace. That was good Great. fun. An important yeah. message. Deserves a green light. Thank you. So one of <laughs> Wash you your ha- shoes off before you enter the country. <laughs> you need the green light to spot the algae. <laughs> and you could, you could probably get, like, sponsorship from, like, border security yeah. for that movie. <laughs> Just to make it really, that's going to be really pro. Screen sort of, Australia yeah. is like, <laughs> we're making this thing. All right. That means one of you got it correct, uh, but it was not Grace. She picked Marcel's, the Jupiter's fifth moon. Oh, shit. I knew Hells, it was a space yeah. thing. I feel like Lupus is... It, the puss is is, <laughs> is it's a space or star thing. I think. What is their problem with? They're saying, "Hey, don't make fun of the stars." They just they love TV Week. They're like, "You cannot criticize Kim Kardashian." Well, in my right? vision, that this is some sort of beast that uh, has tr- has been compelled to travel to Earth because too many people. Like when I say mock the stars, things like even traveling into space is mocking the stars. Like to think that you, a mortal man should be able to be Oh, in space. okay, they've got a loose definition. Because I was about to say, I don't I don't find myself mocking the stars that no. often. Mm. If anything. I follow I'm- them all on Instagram. Well, you're, but also you're not part of this sleepy town that the Lapoose. Dullesville. No, that was a different one. Oh. This is just a sleepy town by with no name. It's best not but to name I, it. I think maybe in this sleepy town, like they're always getting out there, um, what do you call them? Binoculars, the the big binoculars, the big long binocular, <laughs> the telescope, and like probably laughing at me, like, do I check that out? Check out that stupid star, and like that's what attracted the lapoose from the fifth moon. Yeah, uh, Marcel, you picked the cult one, and that was written by the house in particular, Dave. Oh, really? Loring, good wood work, Dave. That was fun. Meaning, Seren was correct. It was the Arizona ranch oh, plague with rabbits. Shit! And I just looked it up. Lepus, the star, is the Greek word for hair at the time. So oh, it means hair or rabbit. that's really. So we both were in, in, in right about well, that. That's yeah. really fun. Well, I would rather watch the Curse of the Were Rabbit though. I, and I do. I get the feeling that maybe that must have been a must have been. A, yeah, a spoof of that. I. In my mind, I'm always like, I hope they're making a new Wallace and Gromit movie. Hope someone's working on that right now. Not gonna, not gonna check. Not gonna look it up. Just gotta hope. Just fingers crossed. Yeah, someone's man- doing it. Manifest that. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit. It takes a long time. They got to move the clay one in <laughs> yeah, minuscule moment at a time. I mean, I I get that it takes a long time, but I'm hoping there's one in motion. <laughs> did you watch um, Pinocchio? I did not. It was good fun. Okay. Yeah. Benicio, uh, I also said Benicio del Toro, the Gu- Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Uh, so this movie was uh, pretty famously awful. Uh, it has a zero uh, percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I didn't know you could get zero. Yeah, well, I just—I mean, that's just what I looked up. I think it's just never had a positive review. That means right. is that what that means? That Gosh. feels mean. I feel like if you've made a movie, that's you should at least the- get one yeah. percent. Yeah, you made it. It's made. But. Uh, yeah, a couple of quick uh, reviews. Shane Burridge called it a failure on every level. Oh. And wow. Christopher Null called it one of the worst films ever made. Oh, Nullsy. He uh, would say that. All right, well, let's do a final score check. 
In fourth place, we have Grace on five points. Grace, are you doing a show coming up at the Comedy Festival? Or I am. I'm doing my show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, the Sydney Comedy Festival, the New Zealand Comedy Festival, and the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. It's wow. called This is the Last Goldfish That I'm Going to Eat for You. Um, <laughs> Great title. It's about all the stuff I did to try and make friends as a kid because I didn't realize I had autism. All <laughs> oh, right, I think I'd be. All, I think I might be the the prime candidate for that. Hell yes! Show. I'm finding my. I have a niche audience, but they're <laughs> passionate, um, and they're out there. So please, they put me in too big a room. <laughs> please come. <laughs> On six points, one point ahead of Grace, it was Marcel with your triple points there in there. So, but I got chosen, but I, that's right, I didn't choose the right answer. I was picturing sort of a Candy Crush multiplier where I chose the, like I got chosen the right one, and then everything started doubling up, and and you know, if you chose the right one, you would have mm. won this game. But oh, unfortunately, well. you gave three points to the house. Gosh, they don't even need them. <laughs> And you're going to be doing a show, I believe, in Melbourne? This is true. I'm doing my improv show with my dear wife. It's called The Newlyweds, and we get a couple of suggestions. And then we, we improvise a funny play, essentially, for for about 55 minutes. And it's so good. It's it's great. A lot of people love it. I mean, we don't know this. It's improvised. This is, this is true. In this the past, very... it has proven to be a big success. This feels like one of the Saran's fake answers. You patting yourself on the back there. But, uh... Yeah, it sounds like a surrealist masterpiece. <laughs> Uh, Soren, you were also on Six Points and you're doing shows as well. I am. I'm doing a show. It's called I'm Thinking of Taking Up Eating Goldfish. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's at the uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival and the Sydney Comedy Festival and I'll be in Adelaide too. Yeah, and I'm coming to Edinburgh as well. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah, Makes me want to go. That's the plan. Come along. And, and, yeah, follow my Twitter. I'm the only person still on there, but I'm on there. I'm living. I'm on there as well. I'm Marcel at, the comic and Marcel the comedian on Instagram. At Grace Jarvis. Oh no. Write this down, listener. Stop. You pull over your car. Pull <laughs> over the car. Write this down. I don't care if you have to cross three lanes of traffic. Do it. And then write down a note saying sorry because you hit the car in front of you. <laughs> but out in front on 10 points, it's the house. Whoa. See, this is a, a rare gap. victory for huge the house. Gap. And it, it does, normally I feel weird about it, but I feel okay this week. To get um, to get your to get three pals together and then you just win in front of us, it feels sort of sick. It you is. Should, well, should. that's why I I win probably one in one in ten, something mm-hmm. like that. And you were just lucky enough to be here for one of those. But really, it was your fault if you just guessed <laughs> the right one there. You oh, said, okay. I think lepus means rabbit, <laughs> but I'm going to pick this other one. I loved it. I was compelled. I get hooked the first, when I hear it. It's, I love the cult thing. Uh, if people like this show, and I hope you do if you've listened this far through it, uh, we're doing a live one in Melbourne on the 9th of April at the European Beer Cafe, Easter Sunday at 2 p.m. You can grab tickets now. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget that mid-credits scene. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Hang around mm. post-credits. Um, oh, yeah. I'm also doing a a show at the Adelaide Fringe and Melbourne Comedy Festival is called Ding. It's an hour of comedy. Always remembers the ding. Notice uh, that the more successful you get, the least, the less specific your show title has to be. <laughs> at a certain point, it's just like name. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to really put some niche into this. <laughs> it's like authors. They just have their big author name on the front. It's yeah. Wilbur Smith. And you're like, I don't even care what Wilbur's up to this time. <laughs> I'll read it. <laughs> That's very nice of you to suggest I have any level of success, Grace. <laughs> you and Wilbur Smith together. <laughs> Cheers for tuning in to Who Knew with Matt Stewart. Now that you know it, I've been Matt Stewart. Goodbye. Oh, what an episode.
this a real break so I can say whatever I want? I mean, you can say whatever you want at any point. <laughs> oh, okay. I do. I edit these episodes, so. Um, <laughs> I hope we haven't given you. I hope I haven't given you. Primates, much, I know. Too I don't much edit, fuss. But this one's a bit. No, I don't think so. It's fine. So. Are you still doing primates? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's, it sort of comes and goes. If anyone wants to do it, I'll do it. Have and you done the Yogo Gorilla as an episode? No, I haven't done the Yogo Gorilla. I was not allowed to eat the Yogo yogurt, but I had. A video like a deep, like a computer CD-ROM video game. Oh yeah, of the Yogo Gorilla, mm. and he was in like a submarine, and he was underwater. Whoa! And I didn't really understand his but motivations because I didn't. I never had his yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> it's like, what are we? You need to eat his yogurt to get him. <laughs> yeah, but do you, are, you, are you saying you're sort of not? A, you're not an empath. You didn't have the idea. Like, well, I liked it a mm, lot. Mm. I remember really liking it. But also, it was probably like the first time I'd ever played a video game. So it was probably just me being like, "Wow, <laughs> games are fun." Mm. Uh, previously, I've only had books. <laughs> are we doing? Is this? This could be a primates episode we've just done within this episode. Yes, mini. this is a little post-credit scene, <laughs> um, which is a mini primates episode. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, I can put it. I'll put Seren's the same music on and everything. Yeah, great. Do it at the do it at the end. That'd yeah. be great. My favorite bit is um, when the there's a guy on a fu- on a telephone and he says Barry, Barry, and then I then I think the, the phone gets knocked down and then he says I'll get back to you, Barry, and because he's he's got bigger problems. Yeah, because that the is Ogo a good bit. Come come by, and it was like a spoof of Bad Boys. Yeah, maybe Bad Boys or Lethal Weapon. Right. That sort oh, of this thing. was an ad for the for the mm-hmm. gorilla. Yeah, there was a snake in it. it was like there a was pl- a snake. The snake was in the submarine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just had like a vision ahead to like when because like, I, I think with all the pop culture that we've absorbed that when in the future we're in the old folks' home and we're just muttering deranged things and Grace is there going, there was a snake in the submarine. They're like, okay, Miss Jarvis, this way to bed. <laughs> he wanted his yogurt. I know, it's true actually. It was so easy for my grandma. Like there was just one book. <laughs> the Bible. The Bible. That was it. <laughs> and now we're like, oh my We can God. get the references. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. I never got to eat yoga. I don't understand the gorilla's <laughs> motivations. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've had it since. It's good. But did it did it elucidate you? Well, I don't have access to the game anymore. Maybe uh, if I had some and then I play the game, it would I'd be better at the game. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and this week joining me in the monkey house, we've got Seren Jayamana, Grace Jarvis, and Marcel Blanche DeWill. I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> Sorry for forcing this upon you. Hey, no worries. So you wanted to talk about, what did you want to talk about? Yogo Gorilla video game? <laughs> I love It's a great commercial that spawned, you know, a series of commercials and also, I, I believe, probably a promotional game that must have come your way somehow. somehow but you were not allowed to eat it it clearly didn't come to me via the yogurt hold on what's the difference between being allowed to eat it and, and like having it bought for you like if if you had been at a friend's house and eaten some yoga would your parents have been upset no i don't think so well i think you were allowed to eat it then you just went i just didn't yeah. have the means <laughs> to get to acquire it on but my still, own hence, that is, and hence the meaning of the video game mm. his parents would not let him have yoga and he traveled under, under the sea, the sea. <laughs> 
across <laughs> the forest or desert? Well, there's usually a water level and an ice level and there's usually like a probably a jungle level. Yeah, definitely mm. a jungle level. Mm. Yeah, it must have been slightly ripping off Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong like yeah, Donkey all, Kong all places oh. that famously don't have supermarkets. Once again, I did not have access to a lot of uh, pop culture, so I would not have even noticed that it was ripping off Donkey Kong. You, but now that I think about it, yes, it was. You grew up in some <laughs> sort of old village where you had to wear the same clothes, like the like the know. like the M Night Shyamalan movie. The My village. parents forgot to tell me about music. Um, oh. I had like four CDs. And one of them had Hits for Kids 3, Hits for Kids 6, Cat Stevens, T for the Tiller Man, and So Fresh 2011. Hey, if you had T for the Tiller Man, <laughs> they told you all you need to know about music. That's a fantastic record. There's a, the, the first song on Hits for Kids 3, which was one of my, like, primo CDs that I owned, is it says, We Will Rock You, Backstreet Boys. And I mm-hmm. was like, well, I don't know who the Backstreet Boys are, but I guess they're musical geniuses because <laughs> this song slaps. Yeah, right. And I didn't realize that it was a cover until I was like 16, whereupon my dad was horrified. And I was like, whose job was it to tell me about Queen? The, the you usually, just made me. Usually the cool kids at school and stuff are the, the ones. Uh, unfortunately, the, yeah. it was the drama kids at school, which was not cool. Everyone who taught me about music were the people I had crushes on and wanted to uh, impress. Did you ever do that? I didn't have any crushes until I was like 16. I was a late bloomer. I was oh. very busy with fantasy novels. <laughs> right. Including and the autism. librarian from uh, the Discworld series, which oh, yeah. we talked about in a previous episode. Yeah, love those. Mm. Terry Pratchett, my hero. So you Great do books. remember things. Oh, yeah. Mm. About primates, I do. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I read that. That That's my first Terry Pratchett book that I read. Which one? The one with the, the monkey as a librarian. He's in heaps of them, man. Is he? Oh, well. He wrote like 40. And he's not a monkey, he's an ape. <laughs> so, yeah. He's an orangutan. He's an orangutan. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. It's <laughs> actually, it's a whole universe. A disc world. Well, it's a multiverse. Mm. But it, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So it's all Sorry, everyone's yeah. ganging up on me. I watched the first episode of the Christmas one uh, this Christmas time. Hogfather. Hogfather, yeah. God, I always listen to the Hogfather audiobook at Christmas. It's my little tradition. Well, Who reads nice. it? Is it a celebrity? Stephen Briggs. Oh, Briggsy. I think. They've like re-released them with a new I think Bill Nye is reading them in the re-release. And did but, you um but sorry I don't to, like them as much. Did you end up finishing the video game? What do you think happens at the, if you had to guess what happens at the end of the Yogo Gorilla video game? I mean, game? I assume he gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> free of something. Well, I free mean, yogurt. Fam- Probably gets a free yogurt. If we're thinking about the real world, if a gorilla is on the loose, mm. they it probably would be either sedated or with R.I.P. Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> with a serpent. It's a gorilla yeah, and a serpent. That's true. It's like the scene from Madagascar where they go to Central Station and they're like, oh, they we're going to everyone. travel and everyone's like, we must murder these animals. This is true, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, an ape and a servant. It also feels like oh, that's the coming of the apocalypse or mm. whatever. If 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 ape, if, sorry, if Yoga Gorilla ever is with a serpent, then we then the the fires of Dig hell, <laughs> the fires of hell are about to rise. Yeah, pretty good yogurt mm. though. Yeah, really yeah, good. Think, yes. yeah. What's your favorite flavor? Would you say, Serene? OG chocolate. Mm, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. I've, no, I never had it. I don't think. Were we you allowed to have it, or do you not get <laughs> I imagine, it bought for you? Yeah, I think maybe some of the grace <laughs> just never was bought in the house. And mm. by the time I had, 
adult taste buds and are mean to eat anything. Mm. I probably ah, got, see. Gone I never past. developed adult taste buds. <laughs> well, we we could also talk about there's the yogo um, pack where you there'd be sprinkles on one side oh. and then yogurt like on the other. Like a little chocolate chips. Uh, well, and you, you flip it in. Yeah, yeah, it's the original Chibani flip. Yes, yeah, the original. I was so jealous of anyone who had that at school. I yeah. was like, that's. That's the ultimate. Let the record show I was also not allowed <laughs> yoga um, as a child. Okay, I don't want you to. No s- one was allowed it. It was not good <laughs> for us. But there was that special child in the playground that you whose know. parents were not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, because we just get them whatever I, they want. Yeah. yeah, I think that was Saran. Is that right, Saran? Were you? Were no. You? If anything, I could have the least of all of you. Yeah, because yeah, like you had allergies to everything. Mm. Yeah. So I never had yoga, mm. but I also never had. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I won't undercut this moment. <laughs> silly Wait, that's a different podcast. I'm referencing a different podcast. Yeah, but they'll hear it at the end of this podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's very meta. Mm. Also, a question. <laughs> uh, this isn't related, but you know those ads for the budget direct insurance? No, I'm- that is not related. <laughs> <laughs> that is a quarter job. No, but I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't sure, know. Help us out. I'm what? pretty sure they're parodying something, but I don't know what it is. Can you break down the ad? I think it's meant to be X Files. I thought like it was that. meant to be X Files oh, too, right. but if it's X Files, it is a bad parody. Yeah, whatever Scottish guy. <laughs> I think yeah, the, I think it started that's as like X Files. Scottish Mulder. He like, was from. He was from this show called. It was this Scottish uh, Sunday night ABC sort of program called oh. like. Monarch of the Glen. But now oh, they're yeah. like on trams and shit. They're like trying to make them the meerkats yeah. from the meerkats. And they'll never be the meerkats. They'll, they'll never be the meerkats. <laughs> but it's and they're not even years, it's not right? even clear what they're parodying. Yeah. I mean, if we can and I've about- seen X-Files. That's one I have seen. <laughs> I think if, you know, if I can bring up my English English degree for a second and talk about <laughs> intertextual studies. One must, one um, must. <laughs> um, I think what what's happened here is a lot like the American office and the British office mm. is that the budget direct ad started as an X-Files, mm. you know, copy and then became its own thing and then has its own fans and its own right for Budget Direct, just like the X-Files has its own I'm actually fans. a huge fan of the Budget Direct cinematic universe. <laughs> I think, I, I, yeah. I was really glad that the woman came back because there was a time where it was just the guy doing well, the X for a while. in the X-Files, Scully was off this, for like the whole true. second yeah, season. I, I think yeah. she might have been I think pregnant. She was like pregnant, so yeah. they put her in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they? They made a. They put her alien, in a put her an, an alien they baby put, in her. They, they put these weird fake boobs on her so that while she was lying under a sheet in the hospital, her tits were like poking straight up. <laughs> oh, making yeah, right. You know how women are. The direct, the directors there going. This <laughs> you know how simp- gravity this, works. This simply won't do. <laughs> these breasts need to go to the ceiling. <laughs> All right, enough of this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> What's this? Uh, Nick Fury's walking into. <laughs> To invite us onto a primates episode, <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah, uh, Grace, we normally give a score out of bananas. How many bananas did you give that game about yoga gorilla? Um, from my nine-year-old brain, five bananas. <laughs> Perfect game. Perfect game. Mm. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us here on Primates this week, <laughs> Seren, Grace, and Marcel. And Marcel, as we always say here on the Primates podcast, it's good to be a monkey, but it's better to be an ape. Is that what they say? I don't know. <laughs> it's fun to say things. I like think that. that's probably what the apes say. I don't know. I don't think the monkeys are saying. Is that eugenics? <laughs> yeah. oh God, the subtext of the things they say. <laughs>